Hey y'all, I'm T the Brand, Lash Marketing Mentor. I help lash artists become lash marketers because marketing builds clientele. You are listening to the Powerhouse Lash Podcast, and I hope that something in this episode makes your lash journey a little bit easier. I thought that was the right way to go. And as I said, hindsight is 2020. And looking back, what I know now and what I'm able to share with other lash artists is if you don't know how to market lashes and get lash clients, you're not going to know how to market trainings and get students to train. And you're not going to know how to market products and get people to want to buy or glue your lashes or tweezers. You have to learn how to market. So I did my first training. It was great. She's still to this day doing great. She's done my lashes a couple of times. I'm proud of her. Um, and yeah, I feel like I was a much better trainer than the training that I got. And you, we should all strive to do that, be better than what we had. Um, so yeah, um, I, I did the training. And shortly after that training, I decided I wanted to launch a mentorship program. And I launched this mentorship program in November of 2021. I had five artists that I was working with. And this is kind of how it went. So the training, the program was $500 and it was for nine weeks. Um, so I thought that that was, that was going to be perfect. I had five ladies that I was working with. One lady was in Houston, one was in Atlanta, one was in Florida, one was in Oklahoma, and one was who I did the training with um, two months before in September. So only one of those ladies actually paid for that training. I was so desperate to be able to share what I knew and help other lash artists and um, also be able to get feedback about how I was as a mentor so that I could improve that I gave that training away to four people for free. Now, how it played out was one person never committed to it and she never showed up. Another person, I think she was maybe active in a group in our group chat twice or so, but she never showed up to any other call. So I ended up working with just three ladies. And here's the thing that I learned about not giving your value and your information away for free. It's not because, well, yeah, you don't get paid for it, but for me, what was more heartbreaking than not getting money was giving all of that free game and only one person used it. And only one person took it and rocked with it and tweaked it for themselves and applied it to their business. And to this day, her word, she still uses the stuff that I taught her in 2021 to help her move her business in the different spaces and stages that she's been in since then. And that was the one who paid for the class. So I will say to you, if you are not doing a model, um, charge, get your, get money. Um, <laughs> if it is not just a pilot and if you do pilot something, give it away to one, maybe two people max, just so you can get feedback and reviews and grow for yourself. But if you really care about people and really want people to take things and grow from what you're giving them, make them pay for it. And that may sound backwards, like, oh, it's not giving people opportunity. People value what they have to sacrifice for. People value what they have to put their money on. And your time, your knowledge is absolutely valuable. So don't play yourself like that. I went on to do another mentorship group and didn't charge anybody for it. And nobody is using the stuff and you can see it i'm still having conversations with people um from that mentorship group and they're still not in the same place 
but still struggling with the same things in the new space that they're in in their business. So yeah, I will never do another free mentorship. And that's why. And we'll get to that group in a minute. But for now, we're talking about the journey from 2021. So November 2021, um, while I'm launching this mentorship program, I'm also broke, remember, because I don't have any lash clients. So I have to let my suite go. Now let's reverse a little bit. So I moved out of the suite that I was working in for my cousin in March. And this is why. So as I was getting more clients, doing more lashes, being there more often. Well, so she picked up her massage um, business a little bit more. So she was there more often. Now, one office, remember, is a tax space. And the other office is the now my lash room. So she has this lobby kind of area. And that's where she's trying to do massages at when I'm in the lash space. And so we tried to work it out to where I could let her know what my schedule was each week. But I have people booking like say if I if I message you on Sunday and say this is what the week looked like and then Monday somebody book or Wednesday somebody book, you know, it was just hard to kind of keep up, keep updating her on the schedule like that. So this one day we had a clash and I had a client in the room. She had a client right outside the door in getting a massage and her client felt uncomfortable because you know she's exposed and my client felt uncomfortable because she's like I don't want to walk out the door and see somebody exposed getting a massage and that is when I knew I got to do something different and it wasn't anything against my cousin it was her space and I was very appreciative of her letting me use her space however I needed to do something different for my business to respect mine and her business. So um, I got another suite in the same space in April. So I got my first suite on my own, April 2021. I was happy. It was beautiful. It wasn't beautiful. Um, it was actually a storage closet with these big windows. And <laughs> depending on what the weather was like outside, that depended on the temperature in my room. And there was no AC unit in my room. So you couldn't control it. Um, so when it was hot during the summertime, it was hot in their room. And when it got cold or cooler during the fall, it was cold or cooler in their room. And that was a headache. It was it was horrible. So um, anyway, here we are, November, and I have to move out of my lash space because I can't afford it anymore. This is why I tell lash artists all the time. Do not feel like you got to be the big boss and stunt and flex and get a suite if you are not making at least twice your sweet rent from lash money alone you cannot afford it my sweet rent was 450 a month 450 dollars what i wish i would have known if i wasn't making at least 900 dollars from lashes i shouldn't have gotten that sweet and here's why that 450 dollars you're like oh that's easy to make if i'm my full sets are a hundred dollars that's really just five clients i can get five full sets a month However, what about when you need to buy new lashes? And what about when you drop your tweezers and you need new glue and you need new spoolies and you need new glue rings and you need new discs and you want to buy something cute for your room to make it look and feel more comfortable? If you're not making extra income outside of that booth rent or that suite rent, you're eating into that. So eventually it's going to catch up to you and you're not going to be able to pay for it. And you're going to have to let it go and you're going to find yourself back at square run trying to find somewhere to lash. So that's why I found myself. I had to let my suite go. And around that time, um, 2021 was a really hard year outside of work. <sighs> I ain't even gonna go into that. Mm -mm. 20, <laughs> 2021 was a very hard year outside of work. And so I found myself in a space where my faith was totally depleted. And I was watching the Transformation Church with Pastor Mike Todd. They do this seven days of prayer and fasting 
every year around September, October-ish or something like that. And it was probably at the end of September, beginning of October, somewhere up in there. I'm watching it and I'm like slowly being able to have hope again, not faith, but hope. Um, and we know that faith is the substance or the reality of things hoped for. Hope is the fuel for faith. So anybody who feels like they have no faith, little faith, broken faith right now, if you can just get you a piece of hope and hold on to that piece of hope and trust God to be God, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how good it gets, hold on to that hope. And your faith can be birthed and reborn from that. It don't matter how many times you got to do it because that wasn't the first time that I was totally shattered and faithless and hope has carried me through. So no matter where you are in your business, even if things are up and rocking and popping right now, if you ever find yourself in a dark, low, hopeless space, hold on to the hope. Find your hope. So that's that. Um, so anyway, they're doing this uh, seven days of prayer and fasting. And my faith is like so my hope is kind of slowly starting to, you know, get a little light again. And I'm praying about it and I quit my business. And I, that is no joke. I said, God, if you don't do this, if you don't turn it around, then I'm out of moves. I've tried training. I've tried mentorship and I was in the middle of mentoring people, but that $500 one time, <laughs> even if all those lash artists would have paid $500, was that to, uh, one, two, 2,500? I mean, that was going to carry me through what? Maybe another month, maybe, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I was like, if you don't do this, then I have no moves. I don't know what else to do with this business for this business. I've tried everything. So I was my literal prayer. And this is the piece that I remember. And I say as often as I can, because it was so real. I was so low y'all. Um, I was like, God, if you don't do it, if I have to pack up my stuff and find me a cardboard box under a bridge to live in, then that's what I'm going to do because I'm not making another move for this business. And I meant that. And I feel like God was like, yes, finally, you surrender and you let go and you let me actually be the CEO. You'll say it, you'll post it, it sounds good, but you are not releasing the business to me. You are not allowing me to tell you what to do anymore. You're trying to do it. You're comparing yourself to other people on Instagram. You're trying to steal their content strategies when you don't even know the strategy. You're just copying what they're doing and you keep finding yourself back in the same place again because you can't make your next move until they make theirs. And whoo, he, he, I feel like he was like, let's go. Two weeks later, <laughs> two weeks later, I'm at home. I'm talking to my best friend and I'm telling her like, you know, I think I need to find a job. I don't want to go back to social work. I don't want a social work job because every time I tried to get a social work job, because I didn't stop trying to get social work jobs after January 2021. Again, I was broke. So I am looking for ways for money and social work is all I know. I can't figure it out with lashes. So I'm applying for little part-time jobs and stuff and things like, oh, the job sounds great. You'll be doing group sessions with youth at a rec center. That's what the job description says. But then when the I get the job and the new job description says, and they're telling me like, oh yeah, um, if there's like some gang violence and one person from another gang shoots somebody, you'd be the one to go to their house and try to stop the retaliation. Who? Me? <laughs> what? Me? Absolutely not. So every time I tried to get a social work job, God was like, ha ha, you thought. <laughs> so yeah, man. And, uh, Two weeks later, I'm talking to my best friend 
And I'm telling her, like, I think I have to get another job. I feel like a failure because I couldn't do lashes on my own. I couldn't I couldn't make it work. And she's like, don't feel that way. Like, sometimes we have to take other routes. Sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need to do other things. And so I'm like, okay, you're right. We get off the phone. I get on Indeed. I do a search for a lash artist um, or a lash technician. And I see this little, uh, not this little, I see this ad with a zip code that was my zip code. And I was like, oh, this is close. And so I pull it up and I'm looking at everything, the description on it. And y'all, there was a house that was a spa right down the side. It wasn't even a two minute walk from my apartment. And my fiance and I used to walk our dog down the street. And one day we were walking and he's like, oh, babe, you can work there. I was like, boy, I don't even know what they do there. Y'all, that was the place on Indeed looking for a lash artist. And I was like, oh my God, this is so close to home. And I, before I filled out the application, I called and I called, I let them know like, hey, I just saw this ad. Uh, my name is Tiara. I live like two minutes walking distance away from the spa and blah, 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 blah. So that right after that, they asked me for my resume, asked me for my Instagram. I sent it to them. Lo they loved it. And I had an interview set up with the owner of the spa the very next day. So next day, uh, that evening, I go, I meet her. The conversation is great. The uh, energy is great. And she kind of slips and's like, when you start, and she's like, well, if you really choose, um, she still has some other interviews that she said she needed to do. Cool. The next day, she called me and let me know that she wanted to offer me the job. I said, I will start immediately. I can shut my suite down because remember, I was already having to let it go. I can move all this stuff out and I can start taking clients um, in a week. So that was the plan. However, I started a week before my actual start date. She hit me up and she's like, hey, I have somebody who I need lashed. Are you by chance available? Is I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> and so I started that job a week early and I was like, God, you always come through. It was it was insane. It was unbelievable. So and i got in at the at the spa during right before the thanksgiving and christmas holidays and you know that's when the rush happened so i was making some decent little money real quick again so here i am i got this job and i'm working crazy hours like i was working 10 a.m to 10 p.m it was insane but i was doing what i had to do to make the things happen y'all that was through uh november through december of 2021 january 2022 i'm at my mom's house one day we just talking blah 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 and um i can't remember if i needed to pay a bill i was also planning to go to whataburger for some reason i checked my bank account and i had zero dollars and zero cents not a single penny and so I'm trying to hurry up and get myself together because I I was about to break down and cry. So I'm trying to leave my mom's house. And it was kind of abrupt, you know, how I was trying to trying to leave. And she's like, what's wrong? Like, what's going on? And I just fell apart. And I'm telling her, like, I don't have no money. <laughs> Never thought I would laugh at that. But I'm like, I don't have anything, like nothing. And I showed it to her like there's not a penny in here. And my mom was just so loving and supportive and just the best mom, man. I would choose her all over again, even with all the things that we've been through and had to grow through in our relationship. 
So she gave me a little cash that she had. And when I said little, it was like less than $50 because our family, we just don't carry cash. So she gave me um, what she had. She gave me these gift cards that she had. She's like, at least you can go get the water burger for now. Oh, my God. But that was a turning point for real. I told myself when I got home that night, Tiara, you, when you get out of this, you will never be this broke again. I will not let it happen. If the bank account only has $5 in it, it won't be zero. And from that day, that's never happened. So anyway, I'm working at the spa still. Um, and I stay at the spa from January, well, November, 2021 to May of 2022. Now, while I'm at the spa, I no longer really have the huge responsibility of running a booking system, communicating with clients, all of the logistical things that you need to do to get clients in. That's the spa's job. And that gave me the perfect opportunity to learn how to market. Was it perfect? No, I am still learning things about marketing, but they are the, the foundation of what I know is what I learned while I was while I was there. And nobody there was teaching me these things. I'm learning this all on my own. When I say that everything that I know about marketing has come directly from God, and I know that it's him because I can't think of this stuff on my own. I'm not that smart. If I was that smart to figure it out, I would have been figuring it out. We would have been, been on top of the world by now okay? <laughs> if I knew what I was doing on my own. So um, I had a lot of time to learn how to market. And that's when I learned the value of educational marketing. One of my friends, um, she ran a business at the time and she did a product based business and I would get on her live. She was so wise and knew so much. I would get on her lives and I would soak her information in. Um, and one of the things the bet and I say this all the time, the shout out to you, the Kira Taylor, if you ever hear this, <laughs> um, the best advice that I ever heard on content creation was you're already doing the work just record it and it came from her and that's when it snapped and made sense and i had to understand going back to tar my target audience i created a year before you need to create content for that person so the work that you're doing record it but package it for that person and that's when i learned you need to create content for your potential clients and not for other lash artists so what i started doing was when i my clients came in and I would do a lash bath, I'm recording a lash bath. And I'm talking to clients through my content about why I do lash baths before their services, not why they need to do a lash bath at home. Of course, I would do like little videos to show them how to clean their lashes at home, but I'm telling you why I do what I do when you come get your service. I will do a recording of me taping down lashes and I will tell my clients why I was taping down lashes because if they're on Instagram looking, they don't know why people's eyes are taped down and they got tape all at the top of their eyes when they're seeing me do these time lapse videos or other videos. So I'm explaining it so that you know what's going on. Y'all, people, even with isolation, I'm showing me isolating and talking about what isolation is to clients. This is why I isolate. This is what it helps with. This is how it helps you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the increase of women who were finding me on Instagram was insane. I was getting travel nurses from Atlanta. They come into Dallas to do work. They looking for a Dallas lash artist. It was T the brand that they were finding and they were trusting. They're looking at my page and they're seeing all this educational content where I'm educating clients. And it's like, oh my God, this girl knows what she's talking about. And then lash artists are like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. So now I'm getting an increase of clients 
of potential clients and of um, lash artists who were seeking the knowledge that I had and how I was doing what I was doing. My clientele on my my clientele went from and this is nobody that came in through the spa um because of course people would book through the spa and they would either book with me or she would send them to me however it needed to work but people who were finding me and wanting to get their lashes done by me that went from five people who came with me from my suite in november to 20 it was somewhere between 23 and 25 people so we're just gonna say 24. my clientele grew from five to 24 people in five months just from educational marketing. So when I left the spa in Mar May of 2022, um, of course the spa had to let people know like, hey, T no longer works here, blah, blah, blah. Some of the people stayed. Most of the clients that had found me, they reached out to me, found me on, well, reached out to me through Instagram and said, hey, are you still doing lashes? I would love to come with you. And did. And there's where my life started changing as a lash artist. 